Good morning. I'm London Mitchell. We are staying in contact. Each week at this time, we take a few moments out of the normal broadcast day to dig a little deeper into one of the news stories of the time. Often, it is not a headline story, but in my opinion, a story that impacts our quality of life here in Northwest Ohio. At any point in time, thousands of Ohioans are waiting for life-saving organ transplants. And nationally, every 10 minutes, another person is added to the national transplant list. Our program today focuses on how we can all become life-saving organ donors. My guest is Kara Steele from Life Connection of Ohio. If we are talking about becoming an organ donor, we are also talking about our own vulnerability. And I can imagine that's a bit uncomfortable. It is one of those things that, you know, sometimes people just aren't very comfortable talking about, understandably so, because we are talking about death when we're talking about organ donation. But I think something really important for people to consider is just thinking about donation and sharing your wishes with your family. So at Life Connection of Ohio, the organization that serves families and saves lives through organ donation, the clinical coordinators who are on site supporting those families after they've lost loved ones have talked about how, you know, if those, if they've had that conversation, it's a huge burden that's lifted off of that family because they're not having to make that organ donation decision on behalf of their loved one. They already know what they wanted to do and they can carry out those wishes. You started off by saying it's not comfortable to talk about death, but really we're talking about life, extending life. It really is. That is what organ donation is all about. I mean, the incredible ability for one person just by saying yes, they could save eight lives through organ donation, which is an incredible thing for so many people and quite a life-saving legacy that can be left. So how does somebody find out about the process of donating their, their organs after death? So Life Connection of Ohio, our website is lifeconnection.org. It's a really great resource for anyone interested in learning a little bit more. There's a lot of facts about organ donation on there. There's some misconceptions floating around that sometimes prevent people from saying yes to that because maybe they haven't been educated about it or you know they may believe something that they may see on TV, which is really inaccurate. There's also stories of hope, you know, people who have benefited from organ transplants and are alive today because of someone's generosity and also stories of those who gave the gift of life and their families that are helping to carry on that legacy by volunteering for life connection and honoring and remembering their loved one every chance they get. You talk about misperceptions. Can you delineate for us? Sure. Yeah. There's, there's a couple of them that are floating around that a lot of times people have questions about. And I have been at Life Connection now for almost 16 years, which is kind of hard to believe. But in those almost 16 years, the number one misconception that I still hear about are people who are afraid if I am in an accident or something happens to me and I go to the hospital and somehow someone finds out that I wanted to be a donor, I'm then worried that that doctor or that nurse will not work as hard to save my life because they know that I'm a registered donor, which of course is absolutely not true. So anyone in that hospital setting, any doctor, any nurse is only concerned with saving someone's life. 
They have no idea whether someone's a registered donor. They don't care. That's not anything that they're involved with. So they will exhaust every last effort to save that person. And if they do pass away, then that's when Life Connection gets involved, a completely separate team of people who coordinate the donation process. And they will approach the family, kind of let them know what's going on. If they know that the person is registered or if they're not, the family could potentially make that decision on their loved one's behalf. And then our coordinators on site will help carry out that process and and continually support the family. Okay, a little full disclosure here. You and I have been having these chats about organ donations for 16 years, I would guess. And it's amazing to me that that rumor still exists. How is is it that we we are still buying into that? It's a great question. I would love to know the answer. I think one of the things that I just hear about in talking to people is that that, you know, that is a a good dramatic story, I guess. And and a lot of the writers of some of those medical drama shows don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. So, you know, the process of organ donation, while it is a a complicated and life-saving one, it isn't really dramatic. It's like they have to write some of that stuff in there to make it appeal maybe to the audience to add that drama. I mean, it's dramatic in that, you know, these people who are waiting for their life-saving transplants are truly just hanging on. I mean, you know, without someone saying yes, they will die. So there's a little bit of drama, I guess you could say in that, but I guess maybe not enough. So, you know, the reality of, of donation again is, this person has said yes, and they are going to be cared for with the utmost care, the utmost respect, because they are becoming a hero by giving that gift of life. Let's uh, talk a little bit about statistics to see what we're actually talking about. I think in any given moment, there are over 100,000 people waiting for an organ transplant, waiting to, uh, to get that hope that their life will be extended. Yeah. And, you know, the frustrating thing is we know how to cure all of those people. We know that they need a new heart or a new liver or a new kidney. Unfortunately, there are not enough organ transplants available. So there are about 20 people who die every day waiting for that gift of life. And you mentioned, we've been talking about this for a long time, 16 years and unfortunately, that waiting list hasn't gone down much. So it's, it's been over 100,000 now for as long as I've been at Life Connection. So, you know, it's very important for us to get out into the community, to educate people about the importance of donation, and to encourage people to take that step and register. Because, you know, when, when I registered, when I got my driver's license, it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, well, I'm not going to be around anymore. I certainly won't be needing my organs. And if anything in me could potentially save someone else's life, why wouldn't I do that? And we mentioned over 100,000 people nationwide on a waiting list. That includes about 3,000 Ohioans. It does. So definitely hits close to home as well. And you know this guy very well that I'm about to bring up. But, you know, my dad was one of those people. So way back in 1997, he was one of about 65,000 people who were waiting on the national transplant waiting list. I think a little over a thousand Ohioans at that point were waiting. And so the numbers are definitely going in the wrong direction, but you and I have that, you know, kind of personal experience with it to know that, you know, my dad was given less than a week to live if he did not deliver transplant. And 
because someone said yes and their family supported that, we got to have that crazy guy around for 20 more years, which is really incredible. And when you think of all the good he was able to do and all the help he was able to give, it's amazing to think that all of that life was possible because someone said one simple word, yes. And uh, another moment of full disclosure, the man you're talking about, longtime radio colleague of mine, Harvey J. Steele, uh, just a, a, a champion of a guy when it, come, when it came to uh, being involved in the community or working to raise money for very worthwhile projects. Uh, no one measures up to that, in my opinion, today uh, than what Harv did all those years. Uh, so you never know. When you don't, when you get on that donor list, what you're going to contribute to, whose life you're going to save, how that impacts that individual's family and our community as well. Yeah, you're so right. And, you know, the person who donated to my dad, we know that he donated and saved multiple lives. So it wasn't just him, but kind of narrowing in on him, what you just said, I love because so he donated a liver that saved my dad's life. So that's one life. But how many people have heard my dad's story and potentially registered in honor, essentially, of that donor who gave him that gift of life? And like you said, too, I mean, all of the good that he was able to do, he never said no to any opportunity to help any charitable organization or anyone in need because he was so grateful that he had that second chance at life. And he looked at that as really the reason that he received that. He's like, I I have to do good. Like, I'm obligated to do that. And all that he was able to do and all the people he was able to meet and help is really incredible. It's that ripple effect that kind of knows no end. I'm London Mitchell. April is National Donate Life Month. This morning, my guest is Kara Steele from Life Connection of Ohio, who reminds us that one organ donor can save several lives. Yes, it's really incredible the power that everyone has. So One person just by saying yes could potentially save up to eight lives through organ donation and could enhance the lives of 125 more through tissue donation. So again, you talk about that life-saving legacy and all that can be left and the difference that can be made. I can't think of a more selfless decision that could be made than to register as a donor and to potentially save and heal all of those people. Now, again, if people want to find out more information about organ donations or how to register to be an organ donator, they can do what? They can go to lifeconnection.org. Again, lots of information on there. If you want to learn a little more, you can actually register to donate through the website as well. So there's a little button on every page that says become a donor. You just click that and it takes less than a minute to say yes to saving lives that way. Or if you have previously said no to donation at the BMV, you will be asked that question when you renew your driver's license if you'd like to be an organ, eye, and tissue donor. And all you have to do is say yes. Last word is yours, Kara. Well, first of all, I would like to say thank you so much for continuing to have this conversation with me. It's obviously one that is very close to my heart and really important for our community to know about. So thank you, as always, for all of your support. And I, I would just like to encourage people to really think about this. Again, I know that death is an uncomfortable topic to talk about. But as you said in the beginning, this conversation really is all about life and the life that can be saved and the legacies that can be left. 
just from someone saying the simple word of yes. It means the world to so many recipients and so many families of those recipients and gives hope to the more than 100,000 people who are waiting. So again, I encourage everyone to think about it. LifeConnection.org is a great resource. And thank you, Mr. London Mitchell, again, for everything that you do to help us raise awareness. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Kara. Kara Steele from Life Connection of Ohio. That's our program for this week. Please join us at the same time next week when we will again be staying in contact. In the meantime, please contact me with your thoughts and comments at my website, londonmitchell.news.